doing what you can while you, while you enjoy it as best as you can, but variety. And you guys are great. This is this is this is variety. <laughs> this is a lot of variety <laughs> this is, in this show. This is panto on steroids. In the room, fifty-two jokers wild. Hi, folks. Welcome to this week's show. In the room with Garvin and me is our guest, Aidan O'Sullivan, actor and voiceover artist. Welcome to the show. Hi, Aiden. George. Thank you. We are. You suddenly saw all the kind of bits and pieces that we're doing. And, and I loved your introduction there. You were talking about YouTube there and how YouTube is very useful it's for you. It's great because like, um, it's sort of connected to films and everything. But YouTube's great because <clears throat> if you don't have anything, if, you, if you're not very good at IT and technical stuff, um, like computers, how to upload something, how to find these cookie things, how to enable these effing cookie things. You go on YouTube and there's somebody who's usually from somewhere in the Middle East or or Asia, and very good at them. They go on YouTube and spend time, put on videos about how to do everything. You get the wee mouse thing to show you what to do. And it's great. Like um, They save you a lot of hassle, a lot of time, and probably even money as well. But it's- well, I, I've managed to use it to do my car recently. I kind of fixed my car because I watched a few YouTube. And then there was a bit of plumbing that we had to do in the house, and we managed to get that sort of it's all on YouTube. So no, I'm, going, I'm, I'm going to interrupt here and bring it somewhere else. There's no one who gives it. Nobody cares, right? <laughs> yes, they, they do. do. That's why they're no, on YouTube. Right. You know. This is a show, and they don't want to hear on the show, how do we go onto YouTube and do something else? That's not a you show. You do, because no, you find, George, you find these amazing things about how to act no, and how to make that. movies and how to talk to Garvin no, and all the counselling things that you need to keep yourself sane when you're trying to talk to Garvin. Some, yeah. And I did something yesterday where you you, you actually sat with somebody else in the counselling process. That's exactly you what you're totally doing ignore now. The person. Me, yes. yeah, totally ignoring Totally ignoring him, not listening to him at all. Yeah. Go on, Garvin, I'll let you right. in. Right. Now, what you should have said, Aiden, is the surprise is when you go onto YouTube and you type in, how do I be Aiden O'Sullivan? That's the answer we're looking for. Because if we don't know, there's some little Malaysian, Asian, Indian person off in China, you're telling us knows how to do a better you. That's what I want to know. How to be Garvin Burke? How to be Garvin Burke 101? How do I make a better me? Because it's not going to be out there in a YouTube. That's going to be a video I can go train. I can go complain. I can do something else. But the whole thing we don't know is there's no bloody instruction booklet how to be me, how to be you. They thought if, if, they, if they had an instruction book for Garvin, it would be too dangerous yeah. that they'd have to, you know, blow the world up. That's it. <laughs> so in time to come, there'll probably be instruction manuals for, uh, for people. There probably will be. And they'll be working in some office place or company in 50 years' time where as soon as you sign the contract, you're living there, working there, and you have to abide by a list of rules. Basically, how to be an employee. Slash well, actually, yourself. that's brilliant. That's because that's go. actually, and actually, the strange thing there with that one is that was how not to be me in all the jobs I've ever done before. Because they're saying, leave you at the door. Because if you want to be in here and you want to work, you've got to now be what we want you to be. And here's the list of roles, tasks, responsibilities. And if you don't fit it and you don't get trained into it, then you're not the employee for us. Now, the area that we're all in usually says, We'll dip into that a little bit and go, I'll be an actor for the day. I'll play that role, but not for life. Actually, I'm going to go with that one for a second. 
if you got a job tomorrow, Aiden, and it was on EastEnders or Coronation Street, that you had to go off and actually effectively play someone else's life for the next 30 years, would you take it? 30 years? Oh. Well, most of those people mm. on those roles are there, yeah. aren't they? For- <laughs> They're there for life. It's a life no, I mean, When you think about it, I mean, to get, to get a job like, uh, like on EastEnders or, or Coronation Street would be great. But it's just like... 30 years is a long, long time. Maybe you don't end up, maybe you don't start off saying I'll work for 30 years here or be on the show for 30 years, but it ends up that way. And I don't know, I'm not knocking any show or any, but it would just be like getting a job in a company. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know, 30 years is a long time to live anywhere, to work anywhere, to be anywhere, um, I don't think, I'm not sure. Don't, don't harp on about the 30, five years, six years. <laughs> no, no, no growth, no, no growth in the character, you know, possibly, you know, that they're, they're having to be something yeah. similar all the way through. You're effectively they, going to be playing yourself grow, yeah. on, in, in East End, in first city. If, oh, playing myself? Like, no acting well, required? you have to be, because you won't be able to tell yourself <laughs> the difference to yourself, because you're going to work, and then you play this character more than you play yourself. If anything, as long as I got to have, like, you know, a, a once a year, like an explosion scene, yeah. a car crash scene, a life-saving operation scene, there are lots of dramatic stuff to keep it interesting. So what you're telling me is you want yeah. to be the you want to be the first armed response role in these shows. <laughs> so you're gonna be you're gonna be going to every crash, you're gonna you want to be a guard. That's what you want to be on EastEnders or Fairsuit. I want to be a... <laughs> You've already been a guard, haven't you? And, and an inspector a few times? Oh, I, no, I, I'm told career? I've got a big guard ahead on me. So I get a lot of guard roles or... Yeah, guard roles or or doctor roles or yeah. trusting roles. I'm told that. Um, but They're usually just psycho roles, I thought. Yeah, They're the ones it. that get away with murder. Because yeah. psychopaths, they don't go around saying, I'm a psychopath. They go around saying, here, can I help you, George? Can I help you, Gareth? And meanwhile, they're stabbing you in the back with a smile on yes. their face. So, no, no, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's like... So um, most CEO roles, effectively, for, like you can run... <laughs> ah, that's... Yeah, I've got a couple of books on psychopaths who turn out to be CEOs. Yeah, yeah, it's generally what they are. They don't care about the people underneath them. Uh, Garvin, you're the CEO of... Um... <laughs> <laughs> of me, myself, and I. Jeff and I. Yeah, yeah. yeah I. Now, actually, Aiden, there's another thing. I We don't know you from Adam. We didn't research before the show. We're making a common you know, team of this, myself and George. We're going, it doesn't matter what they were before, because they're not going to be the same after this. So, <laughs> so they're never going to walk the Permanently same, damaged. talk the same. They're going, to be, they're going to be damaged goods after this show, if they weren't before. <laughs> we're not going to make you better. We're not going to make you stronger. We're going to break you. I'll probably rebuild you, for, hopefully. But <laughs> Bionic man. Are you a thespian <laughs> or an actor? It's... Um, I always associate... <laughs> I, I associate... Thespians with the, with theatre, yes. and actors with like cinema or screen. I'd yeah. be uh, a bit of both. Well, uh, a bit of both, I'd say. Um, but so I, I love boy. that word. You're a boy. Okay, so you're. <laughs> I'm a hybrid. I identify as both hybrid. a thespian yeah. and an actor, and a voiceover. And oh, yeah. and an amateur, very amateur stand-up comedian, very amateur. So in your in your LinkedIn profile with these new verbs and pronouns, it's actor, thespian, he, him. You know, is that is that it? Or her, if the role requires. I actually have been offered. I actually played a woman recently, uh, twice. 
I do uh, role play a sim patient work for a for a uh, for medical students pretending to be doctors or training to be doctors, and they were short for somebody to play a mother to a newborn baby. So they said, Aiden, would you feel comfortable doing it? And I said, it's no problem. Like, I'm up for anything. And I had a baby and everything and a newborn baby. And it was great, crack. Um, yeah, I'll be a woman. Um, right. Okay, we got the woman. We've got the... <laughs> have you been a dead body any time lately? Or have you covered off that one? You know, a couple of years ago, and I was in a real coffin, and they put the lid over me. And I must say, I was scared, interested, and, yeah, it was... Yeah, it was the hairs on the back of the neck. It was actually a bit of fun. It's off the bucket list. <laughs> I was in a coffin and they put it over me for a film. Well, so, John, I hate to say this, Aidan. It's going to be on your bucket list a second time. It'll like, like, hopefully a long time away. <laughs> but it's bad. No, actually, if your coffin is off your bucket list, are you now saying you're going to get cremated? Oh, actually, that's a good point. You, you, you'd make a very good cop. Like, you know, a detective a interrogation thing. That's a really good point. Yes. I've more or less said that. that I will be getting cremated because I will never be in a coffin again. Uh. <laughs> now, what's even more, if we go, are you a little bit vegan, vegetarian? Because you could become a tree pot and grow yourself again. Oh, yes, I've heard that one. Yeah, my sister was talking about that, you know. Having having her ashes or something embedded around a load of seeds that a tree grows at, and her name's Trees, or anyway. So there you go. Um, so we could grow a couple of Aiden O'Sullivan's. I have a little orchard of you, you know, popping up. Does that mean where you go? Does that mean that humans make good fertilizer? They're, they're they are the best. Apparently so. Yes. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Dinosaurs yeah. make coal and all the rest of it. Humans are good fertilizer, I believe. So say, for example, like dinosaurs, they, uh, over the millions of years, billions of years, they became coal. What would, yeah, if you put a whole pot of humans together in a billion years' time, yeah. what would they become? Gold? or Very fruity. Yeah, <laughs> well, a billion years' <laughs> time. <laughs> well, actually, normally about sort of three days in, we're a bunch of flies, I thought. We don't, we don't mm. usually last that yeah. long. We're liquefied. We're, we're gone to pot. You know, within a year, we're gone, gone. We're dust. We're, actually, that's the whole point. We're here. And then we're dust, back to dust. So from dawn to dust, dusk to dust. You know, so we're only here for a short time. So what are you going to do with the rest of the time you got left on this planet? I think try and get, <laughs> I think basically try and basically um, just be someone else, but it sounds like which you think is, but the thing is, people have this idea that actors want, or it's the whole thing about you're lying, you're trying to be somebody else. But then other acting schools say that an actor is somebody who they use themselves in roles, yes. and you just put on an accent, or you know, you do just uh, you know things like that. So that yeah, I don't know. Say like actors get a bad rap as being liars or. <laughs> Well, I actually like the idea that actors are about, yeah. I like the idea that actors are doers. They're, they're trying to do mm. something. There's a piece of action they have to accomplish, and they're being blocked by other people from achieving those mm. goals through the no, scene. I so I, I kind of like that like idea. I don't like it, George. Actors are trying to be anyone but themselves. Because if they're acting, it's not themselves. If you're playing the role of you, then that's a different game. And we're playing that role every day of the week. And we're not playing that one any... I, I'm not playing me very, very well. I think someone else could probably do a better me than I can. What, happens, what happens if people who are watching you in a film or a, a play don't know you? So they, they don't know what playing you is. 
So as far as they're concerned, they're going, oh my God, he's great as a complete ball bag. But no, but but it's actually it's actually me being a ball bag. It's not many times I've been called a ball bag on national sort of podcast. No, I'm talking about everybody in general, including myself. Yeah. Well, that includes the ladies, it turns out. So, so to, to have your most ladies have the have the husband's balls in the bag. Anyway, we, we were in a different show on that one. I we want actually myself and George want them back because we're, we're if at all possible. See, the term ball bag hasn't been used in a long time, and I think it's one of those words. <laughs> it's been used three times in the last minute. I'm so fast the last Well, I'm completely lost to where we're going at this point. <laughs> I tell you, no, I mean, I'm, I, I find it fascinating because as someone that's been a teacher, a lecturer, and I've taught, uh, I've been, I'm getting into counselling at the moment, as in the counsellor. Uh, what I'm finding is everybody's telling their story and you're trying to get them to act out certain parts and put into action their words in some form. So I'm sort of starting to take a different view of what actors are really all about. Uh, that it's not Garvin's view of the actor. It's, it's basically there's a task that has to be achieved within a certain scene or within a whole story. And you're seeing them seeing how that person actually navigates the problems they're having to get to the on end a of the journey. To see if but also survive. you want to, yeah. you want to empathize with them and not necessarily like them, yeah. but empathize with them and that kind of thing. Um, but if you don't, hmm. then you're not going to care. Um, Absolutely. Which is why in some of the film script writing story ideas, there's that if the villain comes in and then goes and saves the cat, uh, you know, which is actually the, the story. People you know, cheering the psycho killer who's killed a whole bunch of humans, but yeah. saved the cat. And they well saved done. the cat. Oh, oh wait yeah. a second, he's killing that man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, well, back it's a bit like John Wick, wasn't it? That was what set John Wick well, John on his, Wick is a good his journey. To, yeah. No, Loki, yeah, what he, you want to be going doing here now is, is Loki not the bad guy? And now all of a sudden yeah. he has his own show. And he's actually, my daughter loves Loki from day one. So it's the characterization. We touched on this and I like Darth Vader. He was the bad guy. But then he turned out to be a good guy. So I don't know. He didn't know until about nine episodes in. But the thing here is, is, you played a role well. You looked well, played a role well. You liked the acting because you you, you engaged with the, the fear or the emotion or, or whatever else. But it wasn't a dull, dud character, you know, type of... Actually, I think a show that might be newly coming back, I don't know if it's a repeat, but Dexter revisited or revamped, which is a mass murderer, good guy. You know, it's this crossover yeah. of good and bad. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like saying like, like bad people sometimes can do good things. Yes. And uh, good people can sometimes do bad things. So uh, yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, yeah, I mean, what, it's like, there's like a great well, area. if you're an actor, which one were you? <laughs> I like to think I do mostly good things. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same as Hannibal Lecter, isn't it? You know, in, in the, uh, uh, was it, uh, I forget the film, something of the Silence of the Lambs. He was a good painter. <laughs> Silence of the Lamb. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and basically all the way through, he was a psychopath, but through the stories, he, he did actually help the, the main characters solve problems and started eating the bad <laughs> Right, George and Aiden, I was going, you touched on some nice little language there. You do good things, but good is not good enough. It needs to be great because good, we're all 
just in the curve. That's the problem. We've all got jobs. We go to work. We get up a little bit further in the curve. We do well. We have super, we supervise some people. We're managed by others. We, we, we get given work. We don't, we're not turning it away. If we're great, we're turning it away. It, the mountain is coming to Muhammad. We touched on this before. So we're doing good things. We're surviving. We're thriving a little bit. But we're no Elon Musk. We're no great. We're no godlike. We're no omnipotent. <clears throat> Do you want to be great or do you want to be good? But see, the thing is, like, I, I mean, I want to be... See, if, you say, if you're Irish and you say, I want to be great at something, automatically, oh, who do you think you are? You think you're better than me? So to <laughs> even say that is like, you know... But no, no, Aiden, I, I want to get you right there now. Be. I want to be You are an actor and you've just been given the line, who do you think you are? Anyone you want. Anyone you ask me, anyone you pay me to be, I'm that person. I'm an actor. I'm a thespian. I can be it. I can become it. Therefore, we need to become the better self. That's what all these motivational talks are all about. Are you the best you you can be? Not yet, because I still think there's one more thing I want to try. Dude. I mean, I'm not saying I've nailed it, all the acting technique yet, but I want to... Uh, I want to try stand-up comedy, and next year I'm going to do a stand-up comedy course, and hopefully that make make me get more work and all sorts of stuff. But I'm kind of yeah, I want to do as much as I can. But um, right, I'm going to be terrible and go next. Well, committing next year is about five weeks away, so I let you off on that. <laughs> You know, I mean, normally we're putting the future. Everything is, I can't, we can't do our like academy till we achieve this thing here. And that we were putting a block, which immediately said, when I do that, then I can start. So we said, you just have to go out and start. You're already doing, you're already an actor. You're already a thespian. You're already a dead body. You're in a coffin, for God's sake. <laughs> now you're saying you have to be a stand-up comedian. You know, I mean, it's something you can do. But you can do it. You can do it right now. Stand up and tell us a joke. You're a stand-up comedian. But see, this is. I know what you mean. Like, say, uh, at the moment, I'm doing research. <laughs> I'm going to stand-up gigs, and I'm not copying jokes. I'm just watching how it's going on. But there's a there's a certified course next year. Like, um, I know it sounds mad in a course. What's that going to tell you? You're a, you're a comedian and make you funny. Well, actually, let's stop there a second, too, because to, to be honest with you, yes, those are the things that helps people build their confidence, yes. which is why the why people go on a course. I mean, he says, having got sort of hundreds of certificates on the wall of each, and I'm on another course, having just finished a course, uh, and this one's on counselling, but it's giving you those practical skills because we're being put into it. We're having to do role play uh, as, as the counsellor or the client and go through certain principles. And this is where you get a chance to build your confidence in, in that particular role. And all you're doing is you're researching that role of a comedian on stage so you can actually play that character and build your confidence in that, in that I, role. I, I will say one thing that's probably in the minds of lots of people, I always try and fight it, is the fear of failure. But you know what I mean? It's, it's just that sickness that comes into people. Like, oh, if I go on, yeah. if I, you know what I mean? And it's like, What's the worst that can happen if I go on to like... Yeah, no, a podcast with this pair. Yeah, that's what's the worst that can happen. Yeah, that's it. That's it, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah you yeah. know what I mean? Like the fear, but the fear of failure, it's, I don't know, is it a, you know, you're, you're studying uh, counselling. Is it like, is, is, yeah. it a, is it a disease? Is it anxiety? Is it something every single person has? Uh, yeah, it, it literally is. Everybody has, everybody has these issues. That they We call it imposter syndrome. We did a whole show on imposter, imposter syndrome. Something an actor, imposter. We suddenly, 
<laughs> yeah, imposter syndrome. You know, basically everybody kind of thinks that I've been given this role to play, and this is in real life. I've been given this role to play, and I don't feel that I'm competent to do this role. And you get into this kind of imposter syndrome that builds up all these fears that you can't do certain you things. See, you see, you're, you're finding... cheating people, or like even if you're like, oh, hey, I, I'm... yeah, absolutely. Go on, say, but, it's, it's... but it's mad. But it's mad. It's like it's like. But maybe that's why I feel the need to do a course. To in a in a kind of a space with people who will give me blunt, you're you're terrible. Try yeah. that. Actually, Aiden, I'm going to yeah. jump in because what it really is, we've done. You you've got to go back and watch episode one to fifty two, and you won't need to do the course because there's a hundred. The hundred no episode episode <laughs> one to fifty two was a startup journey of going through fear. It's going through the unknown, giving yourself permission, leading yourself beyond the edge of your comfort zone. It was a motivational self talk and. To write a passage of of it's okay to take a chance and take a risk. That's what the first fifty two episodes were about. Now, in in your own sort, of, like if, if we start saying, look, I'm 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 a chart accountant by trade and profession. George is a coach and lecturer in film, and we've got thirty six years of experience. Soon to be deacon as well. Yeah, soon which to is, deacon. You know, you're talking about being well, on every, stage. Everything is coming back to the same thing. I was an accountant giving advice. To multi-millionaire people that and I'm going, I'm not a millionaire. Therefore, why would you be taking my advice in the first place? Because I can't do what it says on the tin. And and the strange thing is you're an act again, that's fear. Fear. But now now you're going, yeah. if you say the role back to what the start of this conversation was, allow yourself the permission to be act yourself into the one of confidence and be the person you the role you're meant to take on is to be the great you play the role of yourself without the fear step beyond the comfort zone and get on the stage well, and just <clears throat> do and act out there it's, yeah, that, that's the fear the fear is quite useful because um, i um in the last six years i've learned to play the violin and everybody told me george don't be stupid you're too old you know why, why on earth do you think you could play? So I started learning to play the violin. We lost a few cats out the garden. They just disappeared, but they've started to come back again. And then I thought there's a captive audience in the local church. I can go and play with the choir and sit out there and play. And then I, and a couple of times I had to play on my own. That's pretty scary. <laughs> Playing a violin at a church on your own <laughs> when, the, when the choir doesn't actually join in. Uh, but I, I started to realize, hang on a second, as long as I just keep playing, it won't matter. And then I was seeing all the faults and all the problems I was having. People will come up to me at the end and say, George, that was really good. And I went, did you not notice half the things I was doing wrong? And then I started to learn, hang on a second, they've taken a bit of a courage to come up and give me a compliment. All I should really do is say, thank you. I really appreciate that. I've, I've heard that before, but I think it's it's inbuilt. That was episode seven, nine, and 11. You probably <laughs> have heard it before. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We've repeated it a few times. We're on repeat. I, I think what it is, is it's in, I think it's in our DNA. It's, it's this kind of thing of fear of, of being, not just fear of failure, but fear of, uh, you know, trying to see like you're, Doing something different, or like, that, that's a classic example. Yeah. Someone walks up to you and goes, "George, I'd like to say, well done." And oh well, I will. You see, the thing is, you know, before I did, I did something really bad, and it's almost like we want to. Uh, we're, we're trying to. We've always seen to be a notion, yeah. that expression in Ireland. Oh, yeah. you once got notions. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's. No, but the strange thing is, Aiden, in the career you've chosen you're looking for affirmation from an audience. And you're opening yourself yeah. up to 
criticism. Exactly. Now, if yes. you knew that yeah. before you started, mm. what's the worst they're going to come up? Actually, the fear is of not getting the next job, not getting the opportunity yeah. to have that problem. That's where you've actually overcome most of it. You're actually going, I want to be a comedian. Actually, I think you're looking, you're actually asking, in my understanding, I want hecklers. I want hecklers to heckle me on stage yeah. and I want to be able to deal with them because it's live and that's who's going to be there if I'm failing and falling fast on unless it's just pre-recorded. But hecklers I, can I, be helpful. I had a situation. I, I've been, I've been yeah. to stand-up gigs and sometimes hecklers can actually be really, really helpful. Be they, be they joking hecklers, like like uh, just having a bit yeah. of a laugh or be, be nasty hecklers. Sometimes they can actually help. Material and ammunition. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I know. I, 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 I've stood in front of 145 students from different courses on a, on a lecture theatre, uh, having just come back from a counsellor that left me wide open. You know, you know, if you well, go very vulnerable, you, you were in a very, up. very vulnerable place. Yeah. And you hadn't I hadn't had a chance to close up. And I felt as though I was totally exposed, completely and absolutely. And I, and I had four, six courses where each subject I taught five, five, six of the group knew exactly what I was talking about. Only one six didn't. And then next week it would be another group. And I, and, I, and I was in one of those subjects that was to do with media industries. And they were talking about all the technical and technical stuff. Now I'm an editor and I hadn't really normally had got somebody else to do that, that particular job that particular day, but they hadn't turned up. So I had to go on and talk about GPS and I didn't understand GPS properly. <laughs> it went completely wrong. And I basically just said, do you know what? I don't care, folks. If you want to complain, go and complain to HR. And I got off stage as quickly as I could because I just felt totally exposed purely because a counseling session that had left me open i thought to and i had no defenses so that's probably the most vulnerable i've actually been and since then it's never happened well, again actually, i think fear uh, most stress you touched on a few of the words earlier on and you said stress and anxiety and fear see anxiety and stress most of it's actually about a condition that hasn't happened yet it's afraid of the future what, what might go wrong the what it hasn't happened nine yes, times out of ten if, of yeah. one, the what if Therefore, and it's usually, I haven't got on stage yet. If you're in the moment, it's whatever's going on is going on. You can't react. You're doing what you're doing. Yep. But if, if, yep. you can worry about the, you can worry about the future and you can, you, you can be depressed and stressed over the past and things you cannot change. There is only the now. And therefore, we've got to keep on living in this moment, living the now and do the do. Yeah. Therefore, My, that's where you need to be. Yeah. I agree with you completely. My, I've heard that so many times and it's brilliant. Um, uh, the past, the past, the future hasn't happened. All we have is now. And that's yeah. Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. We need <laughs> the future. Oh, here we go. Terminator, Terminator. Brilliant. This is really good. The future is uh, what we need. On make Friday, <laughs> on Friday, last Friday, I had the opportunity to go and ride a Royal Enfield motorcycle and a Harley Davidson. And the thing was, I had no expectation of what was going to happen that day. I didn't even know I was going to get a chance to ride on a Harley Davidson. But my wife had said, you can't ride a bike because you'll influence our boys and they'll get killed. You can't ride a bike, you'll influence That's our pressure. boys and they'll get that killed. That is a lot of pressure to do something. Right. That's a lot of pressure. Possibly in the future, kill your family. <laughs> right. So what does my eldest son do, who's 32? He bought himself a motorbike. He learned how to ride it. He basically rebuilt it and he's driving around Canada saying, Mom, I'm in Canada. You can't touch me. He's there doing live video right. feeds on Instagram going, Hi, Mom. Yeah, he's going to go, There you oh, go, Mom. Mom. I know no, I'm on there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And of course, now dad's kind of going, Do you know what? I, I need, 
we're doing exactly what Garvin says. We need to leave, lead our lives and live, live, actually enjoy the moment. No, we're back to, but we was, need to There was act. fear. It's back to there Aiden. Was fear. Aiden is here. He's, an, he's, an, yeah. he's not a thespian, he said. He's, he's an actor. He might be, he might be a hybrid. And, you know, he play, he's got a speciality playing dead bodies. But, you know, and, and, and parts thereof. And he wants to be a comedian. So therefore, we're going. And well, it's I, 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 but I, I want to say, I want to, I want to be an actor still. I want to basically, I want to do lots of stuff: actor, voiceover, and comedy. Um, I don't yeah. know. I mean, okay, I will confess this: <clears throat> I have done something. I have done. Um, he's in the confessional now. He's, kind of, he's like, in the confessional. Yeah, I, I'm only a deacon, I, or to be shortly. I'm not a priest. We can't hear. I've done gorilla, <laughs> gorilla stand-up comedy, and what that is is this. Um, <clears throat> I he went to Dublin Zoo and threw some fucking <laughs> sandwiches at the local gorilla. I tried yeah. to make gorillas laugh at the zoo. Um, yeah. But no, what I've done is I've gone to open mic nights. And you know when you go to open mic nights, you put down like, a juggling, a singer, a musician, a poem. Yeah. I put down spoken word. So so up next, it's uh, Aiden with spoken word. So I go up and... I attempt a, like a short stand-up routine. So if I get laughs, well, thank you very much. But if I don't get laughs, well, I'm not a comedian. A spoken word. So no, I, no, 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 I've no, tested so you're the water. The I've risk. kind of half jumped in, but so half jumped in, yeah. <laughs> well, I just say when you have one foot over a cliff's edge, there is no going back. You're going. It's you can't pull it back in. You're, it's a weight. If you didn't put enough weight forward, you were never in. You were out. And I think there's a comedian out there. You're going out, out, or you're staying in. You got to do. You have to decide which it is. And that's where the thing we went out, out two years ago. We're not going back in now. We don't know what what's out there. We're out there now. It turns out, and there's a, and other people are out there. You're out there. That's how we came across you. But you're not, you know, going back in is get a day job. Going back in is give up the dreams. Going back in is give up the aspirations. There's actually one more sentence before I go and let you talk. The um, the words at the very beginning of our one Hang of our on. very very first shows was you gotta be the I am. The I am is <laughs> I am an actor. I am a comedian. It's not I'm gonna be. You either are or you're not. I tell you, Garvin, you touch on something there, and <clears throat> this um, for me, like I've done all sorts of jobs, and at the moment, I didn't touch anything. We're five, we're three hundred miles away. <laughs> <Run> away. <laughs> There's nowhere <laughs> near you. Garda, Garda, no Sullivan. There'd be no touching anything. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's been in the coffin as well? Had to investigate his own death. But <laughs> own up and continue. But the, the thing is, like uh, you touch on there, but the day job, I take, I do all sorts of stuff. Uh, some acting jobs, some jobs not acting, but I like to try and do jobs that are as near to acting or performing as possible that are technically a day job, but that is a fear of mine. And I'm not a snob. It's just, I've been there, done that. And it's to go into a job or an existence where I'm switched off. Like two years, for two years, I worked in the kitchen and I'm not knocking the job. It's just that, it became safe and comfortable. Two years working in the kitchen in the one place, and yeah, I was in my mind. In my mind, I was safe and I was okay and comfortable. But no, I wasn't. I was. I was. I was avoiding yeah. no, life. I, I'm going to say the opposite Aiden, for two. But I don't years, want to go back to that. So basically, what I'm no, saying no, is I don't want to go back. For two years, yeah, you did your best mm. acting. 
because it wasn't you. Yeah. I think what's also important here is, is that, because uh, that's great, that's, that's a great sort of, uh, uh, you know, you've revealed to yourself the, the, the situation that you found yourself in. And, and Garvin has done exactly the same. He's, he's had to go into jobs that he didn't want to do because that was the safe thing to do. I was trying to do normal. I, I was acting like I was thing. normal that everybody else yeah. was doing. And I just, I can't, yeah. I'm just. You can't do that, no. No, the problem is <laughs> I'm not you're normal. acting normal. Now you want to be the normal actor. The no, actor, that's it. <laughs> so what we see so is that's normal. back to the very start of the conversation. You don't want to act normal. If you want your normality to be you, the actor, then you need to be. The, you need to act the best you you can be. That makes sense. It's being truthful yeah. to yourself, yeah. isn't it? That's it's, it's it's being your true self. That's that's what I think we're all being. No, hold on a second, George. To. Then you're not acting. You're just being you. But I think that's that's where once you get into a role and you own that role, you own that that character, and it is it becomes even if it's not a side of you that you're you're revealing, you own that character, and it's it's it becomes everything that you want to do, and you will drive and strive uh, forward no, with what George, you're actually doing because you've just become yourself. You've just yeah. become the role of you. Can, can I just say something? I'm going to drop a name here, and I'm in no way saying that I'm at his level. So I'm going to I'm going to preempt this. I'm in no way saying I'm at his level, but a certain actor called Marlon Brando has a quote, and this, he's got lots of quotes. Mm -hmm. But one of them was uh, uh, stories or analogies. He says that uh, everybody on Earth is an actor. And what he meant is yeah. they mightn't be in the films or stage, but you could be going to a job. Where it's like you walk in in the morning, yeah. Uh, oh, how are you getting on? Oh, I'm great, thanks. Uh, you like working here, don't you? Oh, yeah, I, I love working here. How's the family? Great. How's life? Grand. How's everything's really good? And you go through your your job, your life, and you're all, oh, hey, how's it going? Did you watch the game? Having the crack? And then, but you're absolutely freaking miserable. You don't want to be, work yeah. there. You don't want to be in that relationship. You don't want to be at that house. You don't want to hang out with these relatives or people yeah. or friends of friends of friends, but you're expected to because it's normal. Right. Actually, Aiden, I'm going to stop you there sometimes. The weird thing yeah. there now is a bit of sign the, the outside oh, vice yeah. and the in, the outside vice and the inside vice. So you, most people are doing the inside vice and they're saying the opposite on the outside. Yes, I'm doing this and I like that. I was the opposite. I didn't realize I had it reverse. And I was going in there and they were asking, how are you? And I give them, they didn't want to hear it. I'm not happy. <laughs> I don't like you. I think you're an arsehole. And, and I was meant to be filtering, but I wasn't. So now you've actually showed me what was going wrong this whole time. Why I wasn't promoted because I was saying it as I saw it, I was given the truth, whether they wanted it or not. I didn't, I, well, I couldn't act the part they required. So therefore, I, myself and George, we didn't fit in the box we had, that was made for the role. That's so if you're trying to put yourself into this comfort zone role and you don't yeah. fit without a big mallet, then you're not going to be comfortable. That job isn't for you. Do not put yourself in there because that will create the stress and anxiety. Well, I know. And the rest of it. I've learned that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, um, I don't want to go back to that, I, I, to a certain life that other people do it, so you must do it. Or uh, everyone has done it for the last couple of hundred years. And not everybody can be um, the, I, don't, I mean, not everybody can be like, I, like, 
I, and I have very little interest in sports. I have very little interest in sports. But if you like, join the club, but it's except like, it's not a sports club. club. Up, it's an anti-sports but club. But growing up in certain places, like if you weren't into football, if you weren't into watching guys running around after other guys on a football field, you were weird. If you didn't go to the or pub... Or you became an actor. Yes, or if, you didn't, if you yeah. weren't into going to the pub and uh, watching a TV screen and shouting and roaring at men following other men on a football field, you were weird. But for me, it's like, yeah, like, I just, yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it's trying to realise that you can't be... Um, all things to all Yeah. Things. <clears throat> I mean... I feel like saying it, I'm, I'm not into sport, but, but it's, like it's so it's okay to be that. The one problem you're having here, Aiden, is you keep on going to football matches, you keep on going to fucking pubs with <laughs> sports clubs and sports TV no, on, no, no. and expecting to be part of the crew. No, I, you no, just need to move I, pubs. I, I, no, I used to. I, I, I used kids. to pretend to be interested yeah. in that, but now it's like, yeah. 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 Well, there, there's something that's quite interesting because the way that people assume actors are they love themselves. you're actually finding... That yeah. you're pretending to be something that you're not. And I know that uh, I was lecturing for about 11 years in, uh, and I enjoyed the job and I enjoyed the interaction with the students because, again, it's like theatre because you're up there in front of a load of students. But I began to find that this wasn't me and it started to affect my health to the point where I ended up being put off on a sabbatical because it affected my health. I That safeness suddenly became the dangerous place because it was actually killing me. And the only way was to get out, uh, which looked as though there was no sort of uh, safety net. But in many ways, I was able to move forward and develop better out of that environment and, and then started to take the risks that, that were necessary. Because if you become too risk averse, you end up, again, not living, which is why, again, having that ride on the motorcycle last Friday, I faced several fears and suddenly realized I didn't need to be frightened. I, I, I learned to ride a motorbike. I knew how to do stuff. Uh, I know how to drive in, in traffic and I know how to do it on two wheels, two wheels as well as I do on four. But it's just a fear of being transferred to me that I had to exercise out. And I think that's why we have to do these. And if things go wrong, it's that people will forget. It's like, you know, it's not like a cinema uh, when you're you on stage, it's basically it's okay to try something and make a mistake. to make mistakes. You don't kill yeah. somebody. Like, <laughs> well, we're not going to talk I'm, about rusts now. That's a bit of a bad subject. No, 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 no. But my wife's a midwife, and she's into risk uh, assessment and stuff like that. And quite often, she says, "Look, did anybody die?" And if they are, if everybody's all getting sort of uptight and everything, and they kind of go, "Well, I'll actually, no." Well, then that's a good thing, isn't well, it? Well, we touched Nobody on this in a different show, George. We said, every, yeah. uh, "Yes." Every day of the week, people die. They're people always die. dying. There's as many dying as there's being born. And they're being killed and they're having accidents. Shit happens. And it's happening to other people when it's not happening to you. But I mean... But I, I think in our own environments, in the, in, in the, in the circles that we work within, yes, there, there are there, you know, people occasionally die. But in the, in the... Oh, there, there's a really great cut there between the two of you. <laughs> the cut going across. Sorry, it's just like my editor hat came back on. The reality is, is that in our own environments, if we get to enjoy being in the now, like we are now, enjoying the conversation, you suddenly find that your spirit is lifted, your whole personality is lifted, and you kind of go, wow, that was, I want to do more of that. I, I wouldn't mind it. I, and I'd prefer this kind of thing than spending most of my time on social media or doing other kind of crazy things like that, because it's the human interaction that becomes so important. It's that communication that's going backwards and forwards between different people and responding well, to the how they're you, reacting. It's a monologue on my side. You know, but it's like, <laughs> 
Yeah, he got the Shakespearean monologue to do. <laughs> no, actually, but we didn't give that to Aiden. <laughs> there's a strange thing. Sorry. I'm going to swing it back around to begin the conversation again or earlier in the show. What you did? Anybody die? <laughs> and if they didn't die, then you're seeing yourself as being a player that's going to have spend more of your time playing someone else than yourself. If you're you're this character. In, in an episodical drama. So you nearly want them to die. And if you can actually keep on dying, it means you keep on working and you keep on dying and you keep on getting paid to die. <laughs> so I think that's, you want to be the expert body in it's the body the rebirth. Bag. You know, that's it. The I'll only accept that role in that film or TV show if I die. And then yes. that means I can come yeah. back and be completely someone different in the next show or something like that. Yeah. Be completely resurrected. No, you don't. You want to be a one-hit wonder in each of the episodical dramas. You do not want to be a mainstay character because I don't think you want to be the a, this, as you said, the singular role. You want to be the guy with the red shirt yeah. in Star Trek. I want to come back as a cameo. I want to be like a, a cameo actor who just appears in every single thing made yeah. as myself. I just yes. pop in like with a cup of coffee or something out there and. Um, no, I, no, this is the push against the shove. Like, I mean, when, when I was watching TV as a young kid, if you wanted to be an actor, you went and got a flat or apartment in Hollywood Drive or something. And became a waiter or a bartender. Yes, and yeah. you become yeah, an yeah. expert barista yeah. somewhere in Hollywood and you go keep on going to castings. What the hell are you doing in Harold's Cross? There's something drastically wrong here if you want to be I'll an actor. tell you one thing. See, the thing is... Um, in Ireland, right, this is, this is one thing I get a lot is, uh, I, oh, so what are you? I'm an actor. I haven't seen you on Fair City. I haven't heard you on yes. the stage. But in other words, <laughs> know, in other words you think you're, you're, on, you're on the dole, you're hanging around. But I, then I tried to explain to them that there's something called independent cinema film festivals. So you get in a short film or feature film that does well at a film festival. And then from that, you get other acting parts, other things like that. But you'll never see it, or I, that's what I say to them. But then they just go, oh, but I haven't seen it on the TV. And it's. Oh. No, that's another thing. You've just given us a little kiss of death there. You're going, I keep on picking indies, but if you haven't seen me, none of them have got their money back because no one bloody well got to see it. I keep on doing these ones instead of the Marvel. You got to see me. So, do you want to keep well, on doing a little uh, well, bit of action? Hold on, hold on. I don't think, I, I don't think this works because I. Where do you want to see be? the number of shows that are on? The number of shows that are actually on at the moment, and everybody's going to go. Have you seen this? Have you seen this? Have you seen this? I could, no, I've been watching this this other program, and it's just yeah. as famous as that one you've been talking about. Have you seen this, this, and this? And they're going to go. No, there's so much diversity. We're no longer in the days where people had three channels and everybody saw Coronation Street. But the one question you <laughs> yeah. just touched on, Aiden, is if someone. But yeah, cast anybody out there. If I said I was an actor, the first and only question is, have I seen you? Yeah. You know, so have I seen you? Hey. But I don't think, but that doesn't mean I, <laughs> but the thing is, the way I look at it. How long are you doing this? I haven't seen you. But the way I look at it is, but they, the, people, if, like, the people who hopefully see me are directors or producers or no, people who can get me like the next job. Um, no customers that want to sorry <laughs> see you again and pay to see you. <laughs> yeah, I just like, but one one thing I've noticed is this here is that um, there are a lot of people out there who um, are either training to be part time, uh, want to be training, um, are doing it in their free time. Um, it's tra- uh, they want to be writers, actors, uh, directors. 
work in film. They want to be painters. They want to be musicians. Oh, I'm going to so stop you again and go. But Aiden, they don't do, have- they want, do they want to be successful actors, writers, Well, hang on a second, Garvin. Let's, let's just stop you there because the, your idea of success is are they making oh, lots of money? No, all but, right. That's all Other people's success is uh, are you... If you're getting the work yes. you want to do, then you're being successful. And I think that's no, the key I'm thing. Just, all right, yeah. then what's that's the question. The question is, what's are the you comfortably, happily working, jobbing? Or would you could you do it some more? Or would you like to be a bit more famous and not have that worry? See, for me, it's, it's for me, it's not about the fame. That's like... Um, it's about the money, the money then. All right. <laughs> it's, about, you know, it's about as simple as like, uh, like getting up in the morning, getting up in the morning and either looking forward to or not uh, dreading going to a job. So no nighttime shoots. Yes. All right, got you. It's basically about wanting to do, uh, having a working life that you like, yeah. uh, that, you could, that yes. you're working, you're, you're paying taxes, you're... You're doing all the other normal stuff, but it's like at the same time, it's a job you like. And to, yeah. uh, and also for IIT, I've come to another conclusion. If tomorrow I stopped acting and doing all my other side jobs that are remotely acting related or remotely creative, I would like variety in life. Like variety is incredible. Like I'll give you an example. <clears throat> uh, two weeks ago, I got a job. It was uh, 200 euro plus expenses to go up to Derry City with a group of other actors. And we got paid to do this. Okay, paid to do this. We're going to declare it, my tax return, all the rest. Got paid to go to a festival, a music festival called Loco Land Festival. Uh, it's not recorded. You'll never see it. But for me, it doesn't matter. I had a great time. Two and a half hours I got paid to be a, a protester with signs, the Father Ted signs, down with this sort of thing, careful now. Megaphone, give an actor a megaphone. And they said, you could say whatever you want to people as a protester. And I was protesting against the noise levels at music festivals, in a music festival. And it was so much fun. You basically got paid to act the <laughs> fool. And people would come up to you going, I'd love it when people come up to me and say, why are you here? What are you doing this for? What's your problem? And I'd say, please sign my petition with the megaphone to uh, reduce the noise levels at music festivals with a straight face. And now you're, the weird thing is you're now on, a, a, you're on a police database for being a protester. Being a protester. And you won't get any work anymore. And here's something as well. And then I started to protest against what do we want? No protests outside music, music festivals. When do we want it? No. I was trying to say the most ridiculous things to people. And, and, for me, job satisfaction was when people come up to me and not go, guys, you're really, really great. You're funny. You're mad. My job satisfaction and when people would come up to me angrily and going, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. Inside, I was laughing. Right. Hold on a job second. Satisfaction. In the one sentence you just said, I want to incite a riot. Riot. Right. Now, the riot <laughs> is the riot. Riot, riot of laughing, you know, but I mean, you're upsetting people that don't know you're an actor or a thespian or somewhere. I wasn't between. upsetting them. You know, I think it was just like, was that, was that the festival organizers? Oh, yeah, we were hired by there. them, sure. And But the best thing too was when you had non-actors getting in on the crack. Like we were, we were beside the entrance gates. So security for the festival, people would come up to them and go, why, why are those guys protesting about the noise level at the, at the music festival? 
and people wearing costumes at the film at the festival. I was protesting against people wearing costumes at Halloween time at music festivals as well. And someone's security guards got in on the crack. They would go with a straight face. Um, oh, those guys on oh, no, other real. I've no, I don't know what their problem is. They're and knowing full well we were hired by the uh, festival. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but now what I'm confused about is now you have security guards <laughs> wearing costumes. You know, it's Halloween. You know, no, no, but you have the security uh, guards, maybe or may not be security guards. They're where it's Halloween. There's costumes, there's uniforms, uh, there's not much difference. There's a couple of blokes acting as but, security. But Garvin, this is where the thing, the lambyard. It's yeah. like the usually if you wore a high vis vest, everyone took you seriously. But now, if you have a lambyard, that's the new high vis. Yeah. You have a lambyard. Oh, sorry. Go on ahead into the prime minister's uh, office. You have a lambyard. Yes. Yeah. There's the queen's uh, entrance. Lambyards are, are like the new hives. So, I mean, but, but I think what, what basically what I'm trying to say is, being an actor, doing jobs like that, even at the very minimum, doing job. Oh, here we go, showing off. Here we go. <laughs> That's it. We have to listen to what he says because he's a lamb. No, George, it's, I know you know it's a visual medium for the few people that go on to YouTube and Facebook. Well, I knew you'd tell him all about we'll it. Tell him all about it. He's flashing. He's flashing. At You're us. very important. It doesn't matter what. It's irrelevant. You weren't important earlier on when you didn't have it, but now I will listen to you, George, because. <laughs> no, but the great thing, Aiden, is it's. You know, we're, we all, we're all acting a part. We all have a role of playing our own role in life. And But the problem, I th- not the problem or the opportunity, the weird thing is the problem and the opportunity for most of us is we don't know what our role in life is meant to be. We don't, want what, we, we don't know what we're best at. We don't know the role. We touched on this in a couple of shows whereby I could be a natural downhill skier, but I've never worn skis. I've never gone to somewhere to snow. I don't know that was my role. But... The role we take on is usually based on the medium around us. That I'd love to be an actor, but I've never acted. I've never got, uh, never tried. Find the right one. There you go. So therefore, where <laughs> are we in the are we in the wrong roles? But see, the thing is, Gavin. I think what it is is I'm. I mean, um, I think what happens is okay. Did you, I remember school, and in school, uh, you're kind of conditioned. I remember being told at 18 before the leaving cert before the big final year exam, before you leave high school, secondary school, grammar school, whatever, you need to do your best saving cert to get the best marks. Otherwise, your life won't be uh, what it could have been. But I think people don't get the chance to do what they want to do because they're told at 18, get an apprenticeship, go to college, uh, just and then get the mortgage. Then the first girl you ever looked at, uh, go out with her, and then get married, get a mortgage, tied into a pension and a job until you're 70. And then at 70, you've, your house paid off. And then you get to sit around for 10 die. years and look at the house you paid off. Yeah. And I mean, but so when I say it's not for me, I'm not knocking people who do that. But if you're going to do that, as long as it's what you really want to do. But otherwise, you're just going to be like, like miserable or pretending that everything's okay. And that's acting. And that's... As form of acting, I don't want to do. Now hold on a second. Did you just say in the same yeah. sentence you're acting the you know miserable, but it's okay, or you're actually elated and happy, and it's not okay because you don't have your pension, you don't have your wife and two point three kids. What what is it you want? Is it okay? You may not have X, Y, and Z at the moment, but 
were you meant to have? Did you want it? Or did it just turn out that way? I think it just turned out that way. But like, I don't know. I mean, people say like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? I, I wouldn't. No, really- I mean, Jesus, does you tell me there's a bunch of women come up to you and go, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? That's the- <laughs> Swipe left quickly. Let, let me tell you something. Okay. I was on a first date one time. In Dublin, first date. I watched that program now. What you have for dinner? First date. <laughs> uh, it was the first date and uh, like a one and a half drinks. And the girl who was a very well professional lady, like she was very smart. And she started to... Obviously not, but she's dating you. Yes, sir. <laughs> she asked me, like, do they want to have kids? Like, and how many? And I thought she was joking. So, of course, I said, yes, I'd like to have about maybe 6.5. Not 2.5, I want 6.5. Makes no sense. I just said it as a joke, thinking she was joking. But she was serious. And I think some people out there have a checklist in their brain. When they meet you, they yes, go, they right, do. okay, yes. who's George? Can you advance my career? Uh, no. Okay. Oh, hi, yeah. Garvin. How's yeah. it going? Yeah. Other people... Yeah. You see that there's a checklist about what they what they're supposed to or about their condition. Okay, I'm sticking want. with this one, Aiden. What's your checklist? Um, oh, do you have one? Do you need one? Well, I mean, being in the moment means that quickly. sometimes you're you don't need to. Spot. You're improving. You're on the fly. That's another show. Okay. Checklist. I want to be a working actor and working comedian. Voiceover. Um, healthy as much as I can. Uh, not be as hopefully not be too boring to people. Um, halfway interested to talk to and uh, stay out of jail, stay out of hospital and uh, pay my taxes. That's cutting down an awful lot of venues with a captured audience, you know, so. <laughs> and you've been, you've been in, you've, you've been an inspector, you've been in a, a coffin and you've been a rioter and a protest. <laughs> my acting career is very, very limited. I've done, I've done lots of stuff different. I guess. <laughs> Solicitor. <laughs> no, the strange thing is, in the same sentence you just said, you said you want to be half boring. You want to, you know, because that's if you don't want to be half, don't want to be half boring, then you do want to be half boring because only half. So this is the thing you you're not going fully committed again. This is the thing I want to be acceptable. I want to be acknowledged. Garvin. I don't want to. I don't want to insult. I don't want to. Garvin. But you do. You do. Garvin. You said you want to get on stage and, and basically give the hackers a bad time. Garvin, I have no doubt in my mind that you're a very, very, a very, very good accountant. But I think you could also have a great oh, yeah, career. That's where you miss it. I was a useless accountant. Oh, I think no. you could also have a great career. <laughs> As a uh, barrister or um, the guy cross-examining the, the the guy with the wig in the court, yeah. the barrister, prosecutor. Oh, I transvestite <laughs> in the corner, and that's what you're saying. Yeah. Prosecutor, yeah, a transvestite prosecutor <laughs> in a, in court. You'd be great yeah. at that, and uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's, I certainly need to say, yeah. Certainly does that. He does that all the time. He's always prosecuting everybody and put them on the spot. <laughs> and it's not always black and white. It could be grey in the middle or 256 well, colours you know, of grey. I gave you an open <laughs> carte blanche. You could be anything you want to be. You can be a boxer. That's another film, Bugsy Malone. You go, what do you want to be? You can be anything. And you said you don't want to be half boring. And you don't want to be, you know, you just want to get on with it. No, you can be anything you want. For God's sake, crazy aspirations. Damn right, I want to have a, I want to have a, an interesting life. I want to, and I think that involves being an actor and a comedian and voiceover uh, and variety. Yeah, I think we all like variety. Like George, your CV sounds very like 
sounds sounds very 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 strange. Um, <laughs> yes, but no, yes. I think that's what, I think that's that's what people. Actually, want. hold on a second. You just said you want to be in Christmas panto. You want to be in variety. You want to be a comedian. You want to be an actor. You want to be entertained. You, you, you actually want to be a panto. You want to be in panto. I've done panto once. There you go. We knew it, and it's great fun. <laughs> It's, Who were you? Were you a dead guard? I was a prince. Or what did you do? I was Prince uh, Prince Happy of Happy Land. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. There's too much. <laughs> There's too much there. Oh, man. I think, I think, um, I think actually one of the problems I think is that Garvin's six foot seven or something. Six, and he's, six, he's six, so six, up yeah. there, you know. That all he sees is the clouds. So you know, I'm in the I'm, clouds I'm to start. A little bit smaller. <laughs> Actually, he just told me apparently Jesus was the same height that I am, kind of thing. So he's 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 trying to sort of trim his legs. To we get had this down conversation earlier. Side we, earlier we, on, we touched on that other song. If Jesus was one of us, and it, at the moment, would he get on the bus? Well, would he get on the bus? <laughs> Escape from Garvin. Would he have a podcast <laughs> show? We said this before. He'd have to have a bloody good one, yeah. or he'd have because the same number of followers we have. He's we're all doomed, but. <laughs> what we were touching on was they'd done a 3D print from the Turin Shroud and, and using all the physics and maths of today. And it turns out Jesus is five foot eleven. Now, the average height at that time when he was meant to be around was five foot four or five. So Jesus was not only godlike, he was I'm a bit lanky. So if Jesus was lanky and one of us, would he have a podcast show? Would he- I swear to God, if he had a podcast show, it would be probably the most listened to. Even if you're an atheist, people would listen to it. Oh, That'd absolutely. Be the thing about Jesus' podcast. <laughs> We're going to be talking about carpentry. You know what I mean? And, and like, you know, <clears throat> distillery. Oh, no. Chip now, on returning. Um, How is he going to compete with Joe Rogan? Well, Joe Rogan would have him on the show straight away, and that would be it. He'd be blasted out of the water there, you know. But would he be blaspheming? Yeah, we'd have to be, can't be sort of all PC now to get these audiences up to date. Yeah, what, if, what if Jesus uh, said, Joe Rogan, I'll be on your show, or I'll be on uh, Garvin and George's show, but on one condition, you can ask me anything you want, but just don't curse. And don't use my Jesus now, honestly. <laughs> That's that's why I edit these shows mm. afterwards. I cut over cursing. We out. never. <laughs> you, every time we say Jesus Christ, you think we're cursing. No, we're, we're making a call out. For the interview. Well, this is something as well I've noticed. People I know who are atheists and don't like churches and all the rest, still to this day, they'd still say if they're angry, oh, Jesus Christ. And it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like it's inbuilt into them. Even atheists yeah, say, yeah, yeah. say his name. Or they would say yeah. it and like, you know, oh, Jesus Christ. Like, they're not even in badness. It's like, it's kind of like it's yeah. there. Yeah, no, it's 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 to say right in their DNA, every single molecule knows about Jesus, and and it's just crying out there. So even when they're frustrated, they still their body just exhumes his well, name then all that the time and gives in him praise. A little bit of pre two thousand AD or or Judge Dredd, I don't know which it is. You're going two thousand years ago was JC pre JC BC. What did he say? Well, actually, they said uh, um, Yahweh. And then they got uh, stunned. Well, they weren't going around going, ah, Yahweh, there now instead of Jesus Christ when they dropped their biscuits. It sounds like someone in Sweden Dublin would say Yahweh. It's only Yahweh. 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 It sounds yeah. like a really Dublin expression. Um, in the middle of Israel. I, I can see that. <laughs> we have to bring the tone back up a bit. So you're on I a show. We quite high you with know that. some people. 
you're getting work, you're doing voiceovers, you're going, well, you, you don't know what well, you, you know, you want to be everyone else but yourself. You know, that, otherwise you're not getting paid. I, jeepers, it's, it's, I think I just want to be as content as I can doing what, doing my best. I think that's what it is. Um, Have you done your best yet? No. Wow. How would, no, actually, that's a very tricky question. Um, how do you know that you've done your best until, you, actually, if you do your best. Have you pat yourself on the back anymore? a number of times? Because I think I have another at least 40 years ahead of me. So I think yeah. you can't rule out doing something better than you've ever done. But you have to. You're, you're, are you planning on doing something better than you've done before? Therefore, you haven't done your best. Oh, yes. No, I mean, I, that's the hope. Um, yeah. yeah. Is that Bob I, Hope I, or no actually, hope? Personally, personally, I think we're doing the best show that we've ever made right this moment in the now. At as we speak, this is the best possible show that we could ever do. Possibly, I don't so, know. So, episode fifty-three was quite good, George. You know, so we'd have to go no, back. And- it's not as good as this one. Unfortunately, next week's show would be even Much better. better. In the now, we're doing the best we can, and I think that's the thing. We, uh, if you're enjoying what you're doing. And you're you're in the now, and and that's the best you're doing right this moment. No, and that's great. The most I like that because the past is the already you know, gone. You can't undo it, yeah. and therefore it doesn't exist anymore. So, and the same with the future it hasn't hasn't happened yet. So there is you're only ever doing your best, mm-hmm. which is once you turn up, you know, turn up, <laughs> put your put your dancing shoes on. Do your best. Like, this is almost like a podcast for uh, uh, and a bit of uh, therapy or uh, life coaching. Oh, absolutely. That's what well, I business coach. I'm the business coach. He's the life coach. Accounting, <laughs> accounting here, business-minded, uh, therapy, uh, life coach. Now, risk aversion. Did, before um, you came on the show, did you do some research? Oh, no. Did I you do. watch a couple of episodes? I know a few people have been on the show. Uh, Mo O'Connell was on recently. Um, uh, Russian Carney, uh, a few people I recognize. But one, Are they still cursing about it? But yeah. one, one thing, I mean, yeah, one yeah. thing, I would see your posts come up now and then in all the Facebook channels. And it was always kind of like, I was always curious just to go, what's actually, what is actually, what's that actually all about? Because the oh, bank, the backgrounds. Uh, it's working. <laughs> it it we don't know. We can't help you there. The, the backgrounds <laughs> between yourselves and yeah. cutting through back and forth. And I was thinking, What's going on here? It definitely, you definitely got my attention. <laughs> this, sounds, this sounds and looks kind of like interesting, wacky, off the wall. I don't know, but I want to know kind of thing. <laughs> now, if yeah. we could just oh. get another six million of you, we'd that. be laughing. That's it. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, we're doing it. Actually, we're doing it. One, actually, what we like and George likes is one step at a time, one customer at a time, not customer, mm. just one conversion at a time. Make a friend and then... Sorry, well, this is one thing I've noticed now. In, 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 I do a variety of jobs. Like Sometimes I work in the corporate world and things like that. I don't mind it because it's variety. You get to go into some place and then leave and come back and go forth. But Have you been a barista? That's a, that's a, that's a tough job in Dublin City Centre. Yeah. That You'd need to be on more than coffee to be able to be a barista. But one, the new buzzword now is it's not customer, it's client. And client, client used to be just for like, you know, accountancy and that kind of thing. Now it's like, you could be working in a care home for someone who's dying, but they're a client. And it, it, it seems very, very clinical. I'd rather just call them like a person. <laughs> but client yes, seems to be the yes. new word. Like, you know, 
you know, claim to say it just sounds very. It's for life. It's it's not a. What's that thing? Is it some ad? You know, we don't want. We want repeat business. We want to. We want to. Oh, actually, no. I was going to say we want to own you. But I mean, we it's it's the other way around. It's it's like it's back to Dale Carnegie and the Carnegies. Make friends, create relationships, influence people, and you want you want to win someone over because you don't want them on your bad side because that that bad um, the testimonial goes further than a good one. You know, so so what we're trying to do very very slowly is is actually court the industry so mm. you're an actor they were producers directors actors the people that pop up and these are all what we're seeing is you're the ones that pop up in front of us yeah. and we're joining yeah. the dots because they are all connected it's all and we we've talked about this language before and going it's not you're you're not going to be as you said uh mel gibson no no you can become a mel, a mel gibson type you're not mel gibson now you're not at that, that stature. We're not at that stature, but we have aspirations of going on a journey of being better us, us in future nows, and that's where we're going. We want to be able to be in the industry. We want to continually keep on working in it. We want to be working with other people, and that's what you're saying. Yet the same people are starting to turn up, and if we all get it, we want to keep on getting it. But we us keep on getting it is contingent on others paying. And wanting to see us turn up, which is and that's our Doberman fix, yeah. isn't it? You know that sort of, uh, you know, just keep on going, keep, keep on, on doing, working, keep, keep on, on doing, doing, doing. the do, and yeah. don't do Until what bears do in the woods <laughs> or do do. If you do the do do in the woods, you know, and that's episode one. <laughs> keep on, exactly, keep on doing the do do, and, and you might actually again. have a bigger audience. Yeah. Well, folks, unfortunately. I noticed the clock. We've been going on for well over an hour and 15 minutes, probably. So we have to try, probably do a little kind of wrap up somewhere along the line, see if we can make some sort of head or tail of whatever it is we've been doing for the last goodness knows how long it we've is. We've been doing the do, George. <laughs> we've been doing the do. <laughs> well, actually, what was really great, Aidan, was that we got talking to you about, you know, you as an inspector, being inside your coffin, you know, going off and being a rioter, and really how important these little things have suddenly become, the little dangly things, to make you important. Yeah, about high business and clipboards, it's the lamyard. Lamb it's the lamyard. You know, that's the most important piece of, of equipment you can actually possibly have with you, and it'll make you look all important. So if you watch the visual version of this, you'll see me wear one of those just to give some kind of sense of importance to myself. We also got talking about how high Jesus was at one point, and it turns he out wasn't he's about smoking. the same height as I am. He's tall. He wasn't smoking. <laughs> he was. It wasn't. He was tall. You know. And in and in in retrospect, if you take him back to to the day, he would probably be as tall as Garvin is now, because due to the generational changes, we've actually just gone up a little bit, and we're just the little people now, whereas Garvin's the big person. And I think that's what we started to get into. We had some tough stuff going on. You know, what do we really want to do? How are we going to improve ourselves? And really the question is, do we really need to? You know, do we need to fall in? What is the premise that we need to cut our cloth by as we go along? Do we need to buy a house, buy a job, buy a wife? I mean, have a yeah, wife. I like this. I like this. Get your car. import Russian bride. <laughs> Get buy your, your wife. That's the one you want. That's it. Yeah. 
Or is it best to have that easy, not easy life, the, the, the uncertainty of what's happening in the future as you lay your path there for the, for the world to see later on and enjoy being in the moment? And I think we've come to this idea that being in the moment is probably the best moment that we could possibly be in, if that makes sense. So at this particular point in time, hopefully I've wrapped that up pretty closely in a kind of vague kind of focused, indirect kind of way. And we've acted out a few characters as we've gone along, which is pretty good. Unfortunately, it's very sad you didn't get a chance to do your monologue, but Garvin did his version. And I'm not quite sure if it's the same as Shakespeare would have actually been impressed by at all. Are there any last words you'd like to actually say before the show? Finishes? No, I just had a really good time. I mean, um, you guys have been popping up for the last like, year a bit on my Facebook. And yeah. You no. never press play. Jesus. <laughs> he might have been the one person that was actually listening there, Garvin. Don't chase oh, him definitely. away. Um, I'm going to uh, tell my mates who are... Um, um, Maybe if they want to come on, maybe if maybe if you'll have them on. Um, but yeah, no, I, mean, I think to be honest, uh, this is the second podcast I've been on. I've one more coming up next week, and for some reason, in the last while, I've been asked to come on podcasts, and it's just something different. And again, like I come back to about life, doing what you can, why you, you enjoy it as best as you can, but variety. And you guys are great. This is this is this is variety. <laughs> This is a lot of variety this is, in this show. This is panto on steroids. This is panto yeah. on steroids. Yes, yes. <laughs> we all have the props as well. Oh, no, type it on no seriously. On. I mean, it's it's been like a, I feel like I've been um, I feel like I've been interrogated, life coached, praised. Um, you know, ripped a new one. Uh, you know, it's challenged all in one go. <laughs> Very. <laughs> it's been it's been good fun. That's good. <laughs> Any last words, Garvin? Well, I'm going to go back to the couple of words. <laughs> There's no last... Whenever I have a last word, I'm dead, right? Because that was the last word. The word before I'm dead is the last word. And the last word is JC himself. He normally has the last word, but we're too busy doing the do. But I'm going to bring it, bring the do back. The do you need to be doing is doing life on full improv. That's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening and look forward to... Our conversation next week in the moment. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click on the bell for notifications. 